Welcome to NFL Mayo. I'm Luke. I'm Aiden. And nothing happened last yeah, weekend. Pretty chill weekend. Um, another slate of real snoozers, boring games. Real open and shut games, dude. Yeah, no upsets, no McPherson walk-offs, you know, no back and forth uh, game best best divisional game of all times. Sarcasm's fun, but what but in all honesty, and it's like not even it's not even a take to say this now because we're late. It's not hyperbolic, but it's also not hyperbolic. It was the best weekend of it was the best weekend of football ever. Yeah, like I, I don't I ever. I like, would ever. be hard pressed and would fight with every inch of my being uh, against an argument saying the opposite because, and we were saying it on Saturday. We were saying the, 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 it after the Bengals game. Like the unprecedented nature of just the Saturday games to do what they did, and then for the Sunday game, like dude, like I can't, to wait to, point... I can't wait to I can't oh, wait to man. go through them one by one, like so, a like a like a delicious fucking pile of mozzarella dude, sticks. It was a nugget pile. My for Andy sure. Reid. I like uh, Andy Reid just always comparing stuff to food. I think it's genius. <laughs> um. So here's the deal: the divi- or the wild card round had its fair share of snoozer games. It did, and those were letdowns. It was kind Lopsided of a letdown boys. weekend. Yeah. And then the, coming into this one, you have four games, eight teams, all prime time, and to have each game in su- in succession end up this entertaining, unprecedented, with like all of the all of the eyes of the nation on them, and they did not let up. And this is why. NFL is routinely breaking viewership records because when it hits, it fucking hits and it can change your entire like trajectory of the new year for some fans. And not only that, like it can totally change the public psyche for the better coming off the weekend like that. I had a great first few days of the week. I was still thinking about the games. I was rewatching the highlights of the chiefs bills game. And I know you were too. Yeah. It was carrying over into the world. Like I was just like, it's one of those times where I'm like, oh shit, I don't really work with any football fans because like you want to like, talk around. about it. I'm looking around, like I'm just like, <sighs> you like, do have like, a football there's, podcast there's, though. That's why we're here. But it's like I have a twinkle in my and I talked to you and T about it. But like, I gotta fill the rest of my day by talking yeah. about this awesome football I just saw. So like, I remember just like looking around, looking around. We got this guy who works at this warehouse, the warehouse for us now, like an hour away. And like first thing I first thing we like I said to him was because I know he's like a Titans fan. I was like some fucking football this weekend and like <laughs> then we got into it like you know what i mean uh it's just crazy he's probably not for, happy he's probably not but um for everything to end so tight for everything to end in walk-off fashion for everything to end um another week in the books of like some very um talked about calls i'd say um yeah i made a mistake let's just be real i made a mistake um <laughs> so take us through take us through yeah. are we do you want to go one by one of course we're gonna talk about the Bengals and titans of the first game on saturday so some of the things that stick out to me most in this that Bengals defense which is opportunistic and stingy continued to limit the titans attack they only scored 16 points on the game with Derrick Henry coming back. And not only that, it wasn't Derrick Hen- Henry at running back that even impressed me. It was Devontae uh, Foreman or Freeman? 
Devontae Freeman. I don't I can't remember. The, it's the Freeman. Freeman, the running back out of Texas, who's number seven. He had one of the craziest, nastiest runs up the middle, if you recall. He broke so many tackles. Um Tannehill had inopportune turnovers. They managed to score later in the game when momentum turned on a very, very questionable call. But what's very important to mention is Joe Burrow beat the number one seed in his uh, conference while taking nine sacks and having very little help from getting put down. Dude, like, like how, getting how put is, down. It is impossible to deny how great this guy is as a second year pro when he is, yes, he has insane weapons. I would credit Jamar Chase, um, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd and Mixon as some of the best skill position weapons that you could have in the entire NFL. CJ Uzama, solid tight end, definitely no Kittle. You know what I mean? Definitely no Kelsey. Definitely not a Mark Andrews type. But the offensive line is like one of the most atrocious offensive lines I've ever seen in my life. And he's I've never dude, seen anything like it. Yeah, there's, it's, it's like, if it weren't for modern medicine, I would be just like, blue in the face watching joe's knee every game like just I, terrified do you key in on his like legs every time he takes a hit i think Dude, everybody this does. has been my this you're has always been my waiting fear. for it but i'm starting to not worry about it because he's just such a fucking unflappable badass he's and it's so, so good hard. and it's so hard because i don't it's oh, and i said it last week too and like i think that was like my reservations all along it's like he doesn't there he doesn't look the part and, and and stay with me for a second like when you look i know at exactly Burrow, what you're gonna say you know what i mean like when you look at that dude and and you listen to the stuff he's saying it could it's a, it's almost like a dime a dozen but it's the it's the it's the walk it's not the talk like it's it, it and and the talk is so real when you watch him like go out and like stud shit up like he's not saying the right thing just to say the right thing he's saying the right thing because he's already gonna do the right thing it, it, and and it's impressive i really like it it's the kind of football player that like i really desperately wanted to be growing up uh the right the perfect not, kind the perfect just guy. the right kind of player like that like as a team player but also a leader and like i don't know man like it sounds hokey because yeah who the fuck are we we were kids playing football this is a professional but it's like this is a literal role model like for the game and it's fucking nice <laughs> like it's really nice in a week where <clears throat> and we'll get to it but like in a week where roethlisberger retired rogers is in flux brady might retire he's in flux well dude just even in, in week, their division uh lamar well, week, lamar was in and out all year baker's doing god knows what and now roethlisberger's out well what i but what i mean by that what i'm what i'm getting at is like those all those old 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 guard quarterbacks exiting and potentially leaving the league or their team and at the same time we have Mahomes and Burrow in a championship game and like it's just like the new guard dude and it's like and I'm in that over... pocket like Burrow zeros on zeros on zeros <laughs> it's just amazing i read a thing about him where like he has a line in that song where it's like she said she said girl she said, boy, does it hurt when I deep throw? It does. And, like, <laughs> me and Tuan, me and Tuan were like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, what does he say it does? And we Googled it. Uh, I Googled it because I was just like, what the fuck is he talking about? And it was, like, an interview. Uh, the response was, like, an interview uh, response. And he was like, yeah, I don't know. Jack I really, Harlow? 
right now? Yes. Okay, I thought yes. you were talking about Joe Burrow. And, no, Jack Harlow, and he's like, I don't, I really don't like, I, I hate rough head. He's like, uh, he's like, all my boys, all my boys talk are talking about how they like rough head and stuff. He's like, I, I don't like that. I like when you just massage it a little, or like something like that. And I was like, what the fuck, dude? Good um, for him. Sorry, I can't think of that. I can't think of that song and not think of that. Uh, let me, that let me just. I like when you just massage it a little. That's very funny. Let me say that the feelings that you have for Joe Burrow right now and the conflicting thoughts you were having based off of what you see. And then what you see, you know what I mean? That is what I felt when Joe Burrow and Dwayne Haskins were competing for the starting job. And that might sound crazy, but I had seen Joe play because I'm such a crazy psycho Ohio State fan. I watch every spring game. I watch every game all the way to the end. So if a backup comes in and the thing I saw about Joe Burrow was this kid, everything everyone said about him was perfect. Every time he touched a football field, he knew exactly where that fucking ball was supposed to be, and he got it there. And he didn't have the arm that Dwayne Haskins had. And that's and in college, you're looking for the the physical tools, right? Sure. But and Joe didn't necessarily have them. He's not small. He's not weak. He doesn't have a soft noodle arm like spaghetti, uncooked spaghetti. Mm-hmm. Like he has prerequisites to play in the NFL. But it's like you said, it's the walk, it's the way he carries himself. It's the determined look in his eye and fucking sheer confidence of this dude. And it's the fact that at the quarterback position, if you're a guy who's so cerebral and knows exactly where the ball is to be at every given play based off of what you are seeing and what you have ready from the offensive perspective, and you can get that ball there, you're going to be one of the best QBs. That's just what it is. Not very many QBs can do what he's doing that are like five, six years in the league. I could name especially multiple. with that protection, especially with that protection. I'm building to he already that. Lo- so like- he already lost his knee. <laughs> That's what I mean about modern medicine. It's like if they didn't like repair him with like fucking a gigantic incision, laser swords and shit like last year. They had a back to tank for my man. He's just hooked up. Literally, he's, take me to my back to tank. Like yeah, after every me to game, the back to tank. And the then thing fucking, is, he's just remembering getting sacked twenty times a game. <laughs> his flashbacks. It's just. I and I it always does sound hyperbolic, but I have thought Joe since entering not entering the league, but since definitely parts of last season and then all of this season, I've thought like this guy is gonna be a top ten QB, if not now, very soon, and then he's gonna be in a, the top five. And that's not hyperbolic anymore. People are seeing it. Now in the NFL I gotta well, I mean it's just cause it's fact. It's just like, fact. The, it, it like, happened. The NFL in the NFL, you got to show me, dude. You got to show me. Like this I'm isn't the gonna... show me state, Luke. This I is know, Joe Burrow. This is this is Buckeye State. Let me say real quick, with that offensive line, they have to get that fixed this offseason. And the fact it that it doesn't matter if they lose because they they have an AFC Championship appearance without the offensive line. So like in draft his two. second year, draft two, he has draft two. three more years under rookie contract. If they pick up the fifth year option, which they won't, they'll give him a huge contract. Next, I would next order year. like I would draft like three linemen in the first three rounds or something. Like, yeah, and just be like, fuck yeah. it. Yeah, we well, obviously have the weapons. What I'm doing is I'm double dipping. I'm gonna get the free, the best free agent offensive tackle I can find, and then I'm drafting the best offensive lineman available. But what I want to say is. Their starting right tackle, who consistently got beat like a fucking drum, 
and also committed a bunch of penalties. His name's Isaiah Prince, and he's a great guy, and I'm sorry, man, but, like, you were the worst offensive tackle I'd ever seen at Ohio State. I don't know how on earth he made it into the NFL. And on top of that, I have no idea how on earth he's starting for an NFL team in the AFC Championship game in the same state he sucked ass in college. It can happen. It can happen. bad, Luke. He's so so bad. uh, Dude, it's like watching – there's, like, another – I don't know what I'm thinking about. The guy for the Vikings? I mean, which one? um, Let's talk a couple things from the game specifically. Um, You know, it's crazy what Jamar Chase can do. Taking a quick hitch, dipping his shoulder, outrunning his own blocker on what could have been like an 80-yard touchdown. Just insane shit that, yes, that's going to propel Burrow, of course. He wasn't this good last year. Um, but let's talk about that interception, which arguably should not have been. So I think that was a a Monty hooker that was later in the game. The Bengals were up by seven, if I'm not mistaken, it was thrown into the flats. I think it was tipped. And then hooker comes in and scoops it off the turf. The ball doesn't move live when it's grabbed. However, the tip of the football drags over the turf as it's being plucked. It was um, it was reviewed and it was determined to be an interception. At the time, <clears throat> I was thinking, I've seen footballs touch the ground for a wide receiver when their hands are on it and be called a catch if the ball doesn't move whatsoever. And I always think catch is such a subjective thing. It's changed from year to year what's considered a catch. So live, it was such a bang-bang play that I was thinking – that's probably a pick. And I'm also usually on the side of the defensive back making a crazy play, to be fair. But after consideration and your guys' input, you're right. If the tip of the ball is just like smosh in the ground at any point, it probably shouldn't be a pick. And that's the I only would, reason the fucking number one seed in the AFC sh- were even in that game in the end. Dude, I was like really pissed. <laughs> and like, I, you know, I don't necessarily have skin in the game other than like wanting to watch a good football game. And. And it was, but that pick, dude, like, I'm I'm so happy you came, like, at least change your mind on it, because, like, I was so mad. Do you see where like, I, was I was coming like, from a bit? Of course, of course. It's yeah, only like, because the like, ball did not move, I just, and it got pulled up. He plucked I just it. Don't, I just, I don't think so. I, I don't think so. Well, I don't I think either that, like, now. <laughs> I think, like, if a ball hits the ground, oh, my God, I... I I cannot wrap my head around it. The, like, as simple like, as shut as this, the ball hit the ground off a tip, making it an incomplete pass, and then it was caught. That's what happened. No matter mm-hmm. how cool the process was, which I need to detach myself from, the tip of the ball hit the ground. That's an incomplete pass. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I, that's how I feel. But um, you know. I like a good play. Like it looked cool. Play. Hey, and if ever if we're if we're judging everything on real time, it was a perfect interception because it looked awesome. But you know, that's what that eye in the sky is all about. Um, Give me your thoughts. Came down. Yeah, it just came down to theatrics, which was beautiful. Give me your um, thoughts on McPherson and the ending and all that ice in his veins. Like this, this kid is unflappable. Out, He's incredible. Comes out and splits one, sends the Bengals Bengals to an AFC championship. Um, Burrow has to get him down there, and it's no problem. Like it, it, it's all like they're hot. 
then it's like what I said last week. I was like, look, the Titans are the Titans, and they have a first-round bye for a reason, but um, these Bengals are on fire. and uh, He's on fire! Boom, I shakalaka! Mean, just, on fire. just on fire. And it's going to take um, a better team than Dude. the Titans. From downtown! <laughs> Dude, I love Sorry. these NBA Jam. NBA Jam. NBA Jam playoff edition. And Luke's been playing Fight Night Round 3. Which is one of the best and, games ever, best soundtrack ever. And Mortal Kombat vs. DC Universe, dude. That's I've not just really been a 360 my, my jam. What? That's crazy to me. So here's the thing. I love a good superhero fighting game. And I don't... I, I'm okay with Mortal Kombat, but I'm not a big fighter game. I'm I mean, not, not a I big like side-by-side side fighter type of guy. It just never happened. I like uh, I like it when it's superheroes. So like I love that makes that sense, one, and, and it's I perfect love for both superheroes. Injustice. Like both Injustice games rock. Have you ever played the arcade machine Injustice ones that print out cards after you play it of the no, fighters? What the fuck? Oh yeah, that in Vegas at a Dave and Buster's one time when we were getting smoshed and eating wings, I played the Injustice arcade fighter game like three times, <clears throat> and they kept pumping out cards out of the side with like the different superheroes on them. Dude, I would I'd fuck your head up with a green arrow on that game. I mean, you would try, but I was drunk and I had a bunch of wings, so you can't count me out. That's a good point. All, All right, right, let's move on. I just want to say the Bengals have a legitimate shot at going to the bowl. And that's it's solely based off the fact that um, Joe Burrow can do anything he wants, and I think he's proven that. He won't because the Chiefs are incredible. But that's- did the fact that they've made it this far is Cinderella times a thousand like it's it's you never incredible would never would have never could have convinced me do you know uh, in, do you know in the who off could, season you want you want to hear a hot take luke you know who couldn't do what joe burrow is doing behind that offensive line pat mahomes 100 percent. look at what happened in the super bowl no, I, that's a that's He a tried. Great point. He tried, but you cannot discount the fact that this Titans front seven is arguably the best in the NFL. Jeffrey Simmons alone is one of the best 3-4 defensive linemen at creating pass rush pressure. And Joe Burrow, he is so good at getting the ball and knowing what's being presented to him and getting the ball out to his playmaker that quickly. And that's not necessarily Pat's game. Pat's game is extend the play and hit it deep. And when you yeah, force him to play like Joe, he doesn't do as well. So that's just like a hot take. Pat's a better QB, obviously, off of what he's pr- proven. But no way could Pat Mahomes do what he's doing with the Bengals. So what does that go, say about Joe? They should go buy some offensive linemen while they can afford it because that's the thing with Mahomes' Joe is gonna, contract. Joe next like, year is going to be getting paid. He's going to get a, the next big contract. That will happen. And yeah, when we talk about the Bears GM, I, I want to talk about what the Chiefs did with their offensive line. Well, you're our you're our clock man, so let's move along. Yeah, 49ers Packers, the night game of Saturday. What a delight! Okay, so what a delight. Take the game aside for a second. The fact that the Packers, after all of this fucking bluster throughout this, sorry, my cat is being a crackhead. Um, she's figured out how to turn on my Xbox. By herself. Oh, is it? A, is it a sense that it's like a? Because she just pops it and then just gets really yeah. close and stares at it because it makes halo noises when it starts up. Okay, so anywho, Aaron Rodgers. Jesus fuck, Aaron Rodgers. She's just jumping around. Aaron Rodgers throughout the whole off season becomes the villain and the point of interest for everybody. He continues that throughout the year. He's a goof, 
goofball showing his foot on camera, having a bunch of fucking quotes having to do with COVID, potentially endangering people around him at one point. And then to see him get the first round by and then get his ass kicked by the team that he grew up rooting for and that passed on him as the number one pick seemed like some real poetic justice and some redemption for us. Oh, I'll keep going then. Uh, wish you'd have done that at the beginning of my spiel, bub. So the 49ers come into this game. They are, in my opinion, the team that least is least likely to be here based off what they did throughout the regular season. You could argue the Bengals are the last team that should have made it preseason expectation-wise. But the 49ers at different times throughout the year have been very bad. But they also made it into the postseason by having very good game plans and beating good teams in solid slugfest football games. And that's exactly what they did. The Packers score on the first drive, and they don't score again until the end of the game. Their special teams were fucking atrocious, which allowed the 49ers to stay in the game. Going into halftime, the Packers get a field goal blocked. They end up getting a putt blocked for a touchdown later in the game. The 49ers come in strong the second half. Garoppolo is somehow leading them. Uh, Kittle drops a routine pass early in the game and then catches unfucking real one-handers on the sideline afterwards. Robbie Gold hits a game winner, walk off, says fuck the Packers at, in the post game, gets caught on the hot mic. Give me your takes. Is that right? Yes. <laughs> Jimmy, I think it was Jimmy Garoppolo came up to him and they're like, fuck it. He goes, fuck the Packers. Dude, I love Robbie Gold. Always have. Yeah. The kicker delighted. of my childhood. I was about to say, Robbie Gold is a name that like was a... Uh... Not one that I grew up loving because, you know, he could he could have the keys in his hand to to beat the Vikings at any given twice a year for years. He was a great kicker, um, very trustworthy. So w w I knew from all those years of watching Robbie Gold split shit for the Bears that if it came down to Robbie Gold, he's good as gold, baby. Yeah, like, especially in the NFC North stadiums, which he's so it used to. It wouldn't give me no problem. Ain't no yeah, problem, so baby. Ain't gonna be no thing. That was me fucking with Robbie Gold. So I knew that was gonna be all good. Um, I was absolutely like, I'm just like blown away by how good of an organization like the Niners are. How it must feel to be a Niners fan. Like, how do they just keep popping up in Super Bowls? Like, how do they just like how do they're just there? You know what why? The fuck. That doesn't just happen. And I, I'll say it again, and I've been saying it. It's because Kyle Shanahan is a very good coach who's one of the best run scheme coordinators in the NFL. And yes, he had his moments where he let Tom come back in games and played conservatively, but that's what it is. Like, their GM is very good. John Lynch is awesome. They've I hit on say. a bunch of draft picks. And they've also, if you recall, the last two or three years have had some of the most intense injury issues on their team. Well, I, I know. I mean, it's just, I mean, fuck, dude. I And he still Calvary. finds a way to win games. John Lynch is such a badass, but. Yeah, he used to pop um, fools in Denver. He really, really did. Um, Dude, he'll pull, he'll, oh, never mind. I had a lyric and I lost it. It happens. So uh, I'm always, I'm just impressed by that. And to be in a world where they're like, they're not even using their first round draft pick QB. They're using Garoppolo. I was like, going to say, like, sorry, Luke. I was going to say that. 
uh, John Lynch would blow your tee off, put a hole in one night. You're outside of Heaven's Gate, fronting like you know someone. Okay, sorry. Guys. I love that. And sorry. he would. Um, I just had to say it. My brother used to sack the shit out of me with Lynch on like like way back. A safety like, blitz. Lynch was like a boogeyman to me on video games as a kid. So you're saying the fact that they've perfectly executed the draft and sit maneuver with Trey Lance and managed to make it to the AFC or the NFC championship with Garoppolo was an incredible feat and great coaching. I also think so. Uh, yeah, I would. Yeah, yeah, incredible. Of and it's like incredible. Like, hey, we're going to start Andy Dalton. Okay. We, we guaranteed yeah. him we would start him. And not only that, um, Justin Fields is not getting first-team reps. And then when yeah. we throw him to the Sharks, he's not going to know the players at all. No. Okay. Of course not. Go ahead. Uh, no, it's it's all wild, man. And, and it must just be a delight to be a fan of a, an organization that's had Montana win a Super Bowl, Steve Young win a Super Bowl. You have Jerry Rice. like, And that's like – and that's not even like they're not like the Cowboys where they're just like resting on their laurels and remembering the good old days. Like they were in a Super Bowl. <laughs> good call. Like, well, you know what I mean. Like, they're still, they, that's not, they're still going for it. They are they're hungry. going deep, consistently going deep. They went to a Super Bowl and they went to a Super Bowl with Kaepernick. Like, like, like they went to. They had Alex Smith. Now they have two more quarterbacks. This is an organization. Yeah, you like, know how they're is, doing this it. This is a team. They're doing it by beating the shit out of the opposing team every week. And doing you have it. Vernon Davis, who's a legendary tight end, and now you have Kittle, who's a legendary tight end. It's like they don't fuck around. Debo like, Samuel's what I was gonna build. Debo, to. like, and so, what? And what did I tell you, dude? Never. And you, you agreed last week, but I was like, the Debo factor is what could pop this fucker off. It we is. Both, I think we both picked Packers too. Like we did not expect it to go this way. No. Who did? Um, Who could? A lot of people made jokes about it, and then if you look at the history of the Packers. This does happen Ofer. quite often. Ofer against so, the yeah, Niners in the I get playoffs. it. I was just going to say, with the comparison of the Cowboys and the 49ers, the teams are just different mentality-wise. Like the, the, the Cowboys arguably have way more star power on their roster, but they're way softer. And you'd think that the offensive line of your and Zeke Elliott and all that, they would be like a team that would grind you into the dirt, but they're really not. And that's what the 49ers are. They're a team that will grind you into the fucking dirt. And on defense, awesome. they're going to rush you like hell. And in the middle of the field, they have a very good linebacker, Fred Warner, who's going to cover, and they have a stingy back secondary. Well, like Jimmy. And I, I've never seen one touchdown. They I, gave up one touchdown on the first drive. Listen, nothing I've else. Never, I've never seen a special teams unit win a playoff football game. Yeah, that's, that's because let me just say real quick, sorry to cut you off. Absolutely what went down. That's not true. Um the special teams didn't win the football game, the defense did because the defense l- limited the offense and to the point where special teams came into play and to the Score point where points, one though, dude. where one touchdown like, can win the game is what I'm saying. So yes, the special teams technically won it, but the defense put the put the clamps on the Packers to the point where that was possible. You get what I here's mean? Here's why, like, here's, yes, and of course. You should never win but, a game off of one is, touchdown. Agreed, but defense is, you know, that is still a normal thing that can happen. I think it is bordering on unprecedented for yeah. a, for two special teams plays to, to yield points or turn the game the in a playoff game the way those did. Like, special teams are just a filler. Like, you, Don't that tell me routine. that, baby. I love special teams. I do too. But in the grand scheme of like football, 
special teams is supposed to be like breathing. Like you're not supposed to even think about it. It's supposed to be like that's just what ha- that's normal. So it's routine. And so to make those plays on on routine, like on special teams, is fucking huge to me. Like it, it's just fucking huge to me. Do you get what I meant by what I said, though? Absolutely, absolutely. I do for think that Niners, it's still the defense. For the Niners' defense to do that against Rodgers, fu- fucking crazy to me. But I just think that like a defense is expected to do that. A special teams unit has never and will never like <laughs> be expected to 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 Bounce. do what they did in that game. Like they won a game, in yeah. my opinion, and, and, and I just don't, I don't, don't think you see that very often. Like I get where you're so coming from. Rock with that. on. And I do think, obviously, the special teams decided the game. I was just basically saying the the reason why that was even allowed to happen off of one special teams touchdown is just because the defense limited the potential MVP to one score on the first drive. But either way, what an impressive performance by that team. Good pass, Has never and will never achieve Aaron Bones. Bones. Uh, We'll talk more Aaron later. We're going to push through these games because there's a lot I want to say about Aaron Rodgers. Dude, him. it was the craziest week. We have so much to say. Like, it's, it's hard to put a, a ramp on. Yeah, it. Sunday, the first game, which was the only game that for a while looked like it could be a sleeper, like a snoozing game, ended up being incredible. A barn burner to the very end. Rams, Buccaneers, Rams come out on top 30 to 27. You go ahead and give me your synopsis and your thoughts on this one, and I'll come in. Um, it's not what I expected just because I, I was like, well, I'm not, no, I'm not counting out Brady. How could I? Um, and this is like kind of my biggest loss of the season since all year I, I predicted Buccaneers to the Super Bowl. Uh, so I was wrong. Uh, it's not the first time on the show. Won't be the last, but I was totally wrong there. Um, I thought, I thought that it was just going to be the norm you know and this is what brady does but it might actually be the rams time um and that is not by like by virtue of like patience it's by virtue of uh wheeling and fucking dealing like they put together this avengers-esque like assembled fucking team of uh all these amazing greats it's like they have a roster consisting of like of like trading cards like as a kid or something it's like all the best players and they're all on this fucking shiny LA organization in this shiny stadium and they're going to go play in the Super Bowl at SoFi yeah they did the fantasy draft on Madden is what happened and a doubt. they neglected the rest of the roster <laughs> without a doubt and and now you're in a spot where you know it wasn't a bad loss Brady looked fine and you sit and you think is it worth trying to come back for another 17-game season for Brady and Gronk? I don't know if I would. I think that's a safe retiring spot. You got the bowl, and then you went back to the playoffs. Let it end. Um, but for Matt Stafford, he's finally got a crack at it. He's finally got a crack to go to the Super Bowl. And um, I think if that's on the table, it, it would surprise me if that gets squandered. Uh, Stephen A. was talking about... How it's like you you went through you went through fucking the cow wait cowboys right like so you had to go through Dak you had to go through uh, Rogers you're not gonna let Jimmy Garoppolo keep you from they a fucking, beat the Eagles but 
My bad. I'm yeah. getting confused. You had to go through like those other two quarterbacks, but you're not going to let Jimmy Garoppolo stand in the way of you making your first Super Bowl appearance if you're Matt Stafford. And I don't know if that's true because Garoppolo obviously knows how to go to Super Bowls <laughs> instead of the Niners, but um, it was it was truly something I was okay with. Um, I was pleased to see it happen. It just does feel a little – it would feel faux to me if if if, if it's just faux Odell pop. and – it would feel faux if it were just like we went and got Von Miller and Jalen Ramsey and da 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 and Matt Stafford, but it's like no, Aaron Donald's been there fighting the good fucking fight since Cooper St. Cup Louis. Is, Cooper Cup is is could retire and go he's to the Hall of Fame. He's homegrown. I think he's on a little like, something homegrown. <laughs> no, like fucking for real. Like it's a season the likes of which we've never seen. So like those guys are people that have been just re- like I, I just feel like they they've earned it aside, like outside of the flash donald is flashy donald is trying to my choke people. issue with aaron donald is he tries <laughs> to choke other humans way more I'm often glad we than both I noticed like. that stop choking people it's what not the, the first time he's done that dude i know he goes for the throw anytime I saw somebody there's like, a, anytime there's a fight be- or like a tussle between him and an offensive lineman he tries to grab their throat every time no I know, like it was like last week or the week before, like somebody took a like a, a screen cap of the game and it's like the back end of his hate. helmet and it says like end hate and he's like choking somebody. It's like Jesus Christ. I, you wanna that. know a secret I've been holding in my subconscious and now I'm finally gonna speak it into existence. Um, though I don't know if it'll ever happen. I like Aaron Donald a lot, but he has shown me some tendencies like that that make me want to see someone fuck his shit up. Love you, um and I would really love to see somebody like a Quentin Nelson or like a really good offensive lineman not put up with that and just absolutely drive him into the dirt if that guy put his hands like on his throat in a game. I would love to see somebody just body him. I mean, but who's going to do it? Exactly. Like, I, I don't think like, it's it's to the point luck. where I don't think anyone's physically capable of that. Uh, no. By themselves no. when tempers are flared, bodying Aaron Donald because he's so small and compact and he's so strong. Yeah. Doing shit like that is a quick way for me to not like you as much as a football player, though. I'll say that much. Um, I'm I could see really not a fan of that. I no, it, it, it is to, it is to, weird. As but... someone who did martial arts uh, to put to try to choke someone that's a threat to their body, and you wouldn't just looks... you wouldn't put up with somebody going for a low hit. People always stand up for their friends when someone does a low hit. And if I ever saw somebody grabbing my fucking teammate's throat, I would throw my body into the fray. That's why we don't we don't mince on NFL Mayo because you didn't I didn't hear the announcer say a word about it when he put his fucking hand because they like he's Aaron been Donald. doing it for years I've seen I it know. all the time they just finally caught a good image of it with the end eight yeah, uh, yeah well, so let's let's well but it's like not even that it's like they just left the camera on all they had to do was show him watch what he's gonna do I was this is all I was saying good things about Aaron Donald and Aiden took me down this road but you know I what? love he Aaron did Donald try to choke people he's one of the best football players I've ever seen in my whole life and. At Without many doubt. points, he's been the best player in the NFL, though I tend to think he may not be the best player in the NFL this year. Um, however, anytime somebody's doing Indomic and Sue shit, quite often, and speaking of, Indomic and Sue was doing Indomic and Sue shit in this game. He got, uh, he got a flag, yeah. That's what it reminds me of. And I've, I don't think I've ever seen a guy who more often gets into spats with the linemen and more often puts their hands around their throat when they're in a tussle. So I have to call it oh, out. Great. So let's talk oh, about great. the actual game really quickly. The Rams come out really strong, 20 to three at halftime. 
And then after that, you just see Tom Brady doing things akin to what he did to the Falcons and what was almost another historic comeback. You have a couple turnovers that let him get back into it. But at the end of the day, like Cooper Cup had a fumble, right? Earlier in the game, I want to say Michelle or not Michelle, uh, Akers, Cam Akers had like two fumbles, which is what let the Buccaneers get into the game at the end. However, when it came down to it on the last drive, Cooper Cup did the silliest shit I've ever seen and got open twice for the game win. And it was incredible. And this was the third of three games in a row that ended on a walk-off field goal from Matt Gay. But that last drive was all Cooper Cup and Matt Stafford. That's it was just magical. Good. No, I mean it. it no, I mean truly, it, it's all. It, it's absolutely masterful, um, and it, and it's a joy to watch. Uh, it's really really cool to see, like. I want to see all these stars. This is fucking sweet football. Like Odell is, and Odell's productive. And I which was is cool. I had stepped like, out for a second when you talked about how this team was built and all of that. And yes, it was certainly not a patient approach, and it was chasing stars with no trade capital to speak of now going forward. But I will say this: this is a team that needs to win right now because the window is very narrow. I mean, of course, they're all trying to win right now. Like, I mean, like, the, I can't think of a, a team that's more win right now than these Rams. Like, they're it, the it's, most win right insane. now. Like, the the Bengals, like we mentioned, have plenty of time. They got time, baby. They're ahead of schedule. But this Rams team, this is the schedule. And if they detour, then their team's gonna fragment and break apart in the next year and a half, and then they won't be able to make it back as easily. Um, I will say, at one point in the game. Matt Stafford gets taken down by Indomitian and Sue. They do like a little roll through after the tackle where Stafford's leg looked to have been pinned on the inside thigh of Indomitian and Sue. And when they stood up, Indomitian just like pointed directly at Stafford's face and said, I'll fucking kill you. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he may didn't not Stafford kick that. him in the dick? I, didn't Stafford kick him in the dick? So that's that's what, what people are saying. That's what I think he thought happened. But to me, it looked like his leg got stuck, like, inside of the guy's Look, thigh. And they rolled through. I, on history alone, I'll side with Stafford over Sue on who's being dirty. Yeah. But, Dude, um, Sue was just, like, throwing blows to the back of Cutler's head. Routinely. Former teammates, dude. I know. Former He's like, teammates. I'll fucking kill you. He's pointed like, right in his right. face. Stafford's uh, just yeah. like, what? How did nobody come to defend Stafford there? Where's the offensive lineman? Where's 45-year-old Andrew Whitworth? Uh, Closing thoughts on this game. I mean, same thoughts I've had the whole time. It was a good one. All right. I enjoyed it. Let's talk about the best game that either of us It was a walk-off, right? Yes, Matt Gay. It was the third. I did. Yeah, third of three games that ended in a walk-off field goal. The last game was a walk-off. Not with a field goal. Maybe the best game I've ever seen. That tutty tutty. This game ended in overtime. It was 42 to 36. It was the game that we waxed poetic about on the last week's podcast. We thought this would be the best game, and it was. It was just an unprecedented slate of games, dude. Every game we had such high hopes for, and they all earned it. Now, let's talk about this game. I'm going to break it down from my perspective quickly. This game was back and forth the whole time. And in the last, I don't know if you have this stat pulled up, stat that 
I think it was like what the last two minutes and some seconds there was like twenty some points scored, like twenty six. I mean points something scored. like that, something like that. I mean because you get to the. I mean yes, I, I'll let you go through it. I'm yeah, just like, I'm, I'm gonna get so to eager it. You're just thinking about it. So this is a game wherein you have a very good Bills defense, an average Chiefs defense, especially with Tyron Matthew getting cocked out early with a, a potential. Well, what's the word I'm looking for? Concussion. Um, And then offensively, you have an incredible QB with multiple incredible weapons on the Chiefs. And you have Josh Allen, who has ascended into God mode with essentially just one good weapon, in my opinion, on his offense. Not arguable the best slot receiver in the league. But Stephon, yeah, no, Stephon... Stephon Diggs I is what I see to be the, the, one, arguable. the yeah. one good offensive weapon that they have that can change a game by themselves. However, the Chiefs did everything in their power to limit him. And next thing you know, a guy by the name of Gabriel Davis, a second-year guy, eight catches, 201 yards, four touchdowns. Four touch Popped off. So I want to wax poetic. I was puking my guts out that that guy had four touchdowns i was losing my mind i like, want he's the in my I, if i'm not mistaken he is the fourth wide receiver on that team after stefan diggs cole beasley and emmanuel sanders you know like austin maybe Powers, like being take taking the pictures and he's like yes yes no yeah no that was me <laughs> no. in every fucking game this whole weekend i was like i'm spent like i was like because at the end of every game i'm jumping up and gasping brady comes back from 20 to 3 you're fucking, lying baby like girl. fucking burrow burrow for a walk-off fucking this game goes crazy like i was losing my mind so by the time we get to josh allen and mahomes swapping touchdowns like four times in the last like three minutes i was like losing my shit let's build up to that very quickly um josh allen had a perfect wild card game perfect and not only that he had a perfect divisional game and i'm not going to take anything different from it i think josh allen showed some of the most incredible things in this playoff run this year. And it broke my fucking heart that he did not get to touch the ball in overtime. So let's just go ahead and fast forward to the fucking final two minutes. Josh Allen is down. He gets the touchdown after getting like what fourth and long multiple times on that drive where it was unprecedented what he had to come through with. There was one play. I think specifically was a fourth and four. He gets the snap. He has to roll right. A defensive lineman takes down a dude and then has to dive over the offensive lineman to try to get a Josh. And he ducks around the guy. If you recall that, like the defensive lineman goes airborne. Josh somehow swoops around and gets away from him and then picks up the first down with his legs. And then a few plays later, he's got like a fourth and 16 or some shit. And he hits Gabriel Davis in the back of the end zone wide the fuck open. And the whole stadium is fucking bumping at this point. Way more than enough time for Patrick Mahomes to get the ball and score. Pat gets the ball back on like the second play of the drive. He steps up and whistles a fucking crosser over the middle. Hits Tyreek Hill who busts it up, up the right sideline. should not. It's, inhum, it's, it's inhuman that this was a touchdown. Throws up the peace sign to the middle linebacker, Matt Milano, while he's even with him, running up the sideline. He's And first off, that should have been taunting. 
It should have been taunting. Fuck that. It, it, I'm no, so no, no. sick of it. I you, don't this think, year, I do, yes. This year with the with the concerted effort against taunting and getting called all the time, yes. Well, I don't been. think there should be a taunting rule, I Luke. Know, I know. But I'm saying if you're going to fucking force taunting, I got triggered. And you're going to hip check been. Cassius Marsh and throw up your flag like a three pointer. You have to do it when a guy is taunting someone on the field while the play is still happening. That's his thing too. And he's always done it. Didn't, and Antoine didn't Winfield it? did it to him in the last Super Bowl, year in the, in yeah. the Super Bowl and got flagged for it. Got a flag for it, yeah. So, which was so swaggy, Antoine Winfield Jr., the rookie at the time, getting in his face and doing the peace side to him. Hi, hi, buddy. Anywho, Tyreek Hill busts that for a touchdown. It is now Chiefs lead. It went back and then fourth. And now it's back again. Bills get the ball. And I don't know if you know this. Nobody has said this that I have seen. There's a quick cut of Josh Allen on the sideline after he gets, after he sees that the Chiefs score so quickly. And now he has a minute left. He goes like this, Luke. He throws up, we're okay. And no one said anything. He goes, we're okay. He goes, we're okay. To his sideline. This is a dude who knows what he's capable of, just like Mm -hmm. Joe Burrow. And he's like, the moment is no longer too big for Josh Allen. He comes in, they score again with like 13 seconds left. A walk-off, what should have been a walk-off touchdown essentially, to Gabriel Davis again on a post route in the middle. This guy's showing up like never before seen, this like fourth, third, third option wide receiver who's got four touchdowns. Pat gets the ball to Tyreek, gets the ball to Kittle on what was, I think, ad-libbed play where they just... Kelsey? Yeah, sorry. I always think Kittle because the K. Kelsey. It was like an ad-libbed route for Kelsey. Do it! Kelsey, do it! Did you see that? No. What are you talking about? Oh, man, it's beautiful. Oh, my God. So, on the sideline, on the sideline, uh, Kelsey, Kelsey called that play pretty much. So right, I did like, know that th- they sh- they showed like the thing on the sideline of Kelsey being like, "Here's what we do," and like basically being like, "We do this and then this." But and I was texting you guys like, so they hit that first play, and I go, "Kelsey up the middle, timeout." I'm like, "You yeah. have to, like, you can't." Not. I mean, it's the and go. He's always I open. Mean, he is always so open. Kel- Kelsey's like, set it up with Tyreek. He's like, go over here, and then I can run. I can block for you. I'll be in front of you. And so that's how they did that one. And then, and then he was telling Pat before the play, like, cause they have, they're mic'd. And so he's telling Pat before the play, he's like that I'm not going to do the play that's called. He's like, I'm not doing my route. Just so you know, he's like, I'm going to do, uh, I'm, if it's open in the middle, I'm going to look. And if it's open in the middle, I'm going to go there and fucking Pat's like, okay. And so like, they're at the, they're at like Pat's like got ready for the ball. And you, like, you can see this, like they have it subtitled and he goes, do it. Do it, Kelsey. Do it, and fuck it, because you can see the middle of the field. Yes, yes. During the play. Yes, before the snap, and like fucking, because he can see the field. So he goes, "Do it, Kelsey. Do it," and fucking Kelsey, fucking. So he's like, and gets the ball, and Kelsey goes up the middle, and fucking just, dude, he nails it, and it's like I'm losing my mind just even. Okay, quick aside, quick aside. That's that is great insight from NFL Mayo co-founder Luke Taylor, LGT. Um. How far away are the Bears and Vikings from ever being competent enough to not only know the play that is called for all 11, but to be able to ad-lib successfully like that? Um, what are we, about 10, 15 years away? 
couple regime it, changes. You, have, away. you have a quarterback. You have a quarterback with proper coaching that could pull it off, but it's not going to happen. So, uh, <laughs> uh, and we—that's like Brett Favre shit. Like so, like I did. I lived it for a second. I had a I had a brush with destiny when we had Brett Favre. He could do stuff like that. That's who Mahomes reminds me of so much. Yeah. Brett Favre with a better arm. Well, that's and what more that's what we all said coming out of college was that he is a Brett Favre guy who's probably going to throw a bunch of picks. And if you recall, at the beginning of the year, it was like all of the Chiefs' good luck turned on them, and all of the craziest turnovers kept occurring. And there was a while mm-hmm. there where we didn't even think the Chiefs would make the playoffs, and they're in this game with what could end up becoming the new Tom Brady and Peyton Manning to an extent it, it of of the feels, new generation. No, it, it felt it like feels, that. This is this is Brady. This is Brady Manning. Let's and finish. Because, and and well, just because when you think about it, it's like all right, Allen every year, and I've talked about it, is chipping away. He's and getting. He has gotten the, better every year. Like and 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 it's like to the point where he's perfect. There's just like it's just circumstance. Perfect. And so the and 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 guess what? The Chiefs and Mahomes aren't going anywhere. So it's gonna be the Colts having to face Brady and getting bumped in the playoffs until they finally overcome it. It's like it, like you know what I mean? It's like it, it, that. I think that's what's gonna happen. So the the when fucking Allen finally overcomes this, oh my god! And it's scary hours in the AFC. Look at these quarterbacks. Like you. <sighs> There's a thought I just had. What is the one thing that the Bills need to take them to the next level? I mean, to, I don't know. Like Pass what, rush? In my opinion, a superstar running back. Because the entire running game is going through Josh Allen. And that's fine. But he's not going to be able to do that forever. And not only that, like he needs superstar weapons around him that can change the tide of a game other than him. Or Diggs, who can get taken out. Like, look what Tyreek Hill could do. Look what Kelsey can do. Look what McCole Hardman can do, who they drafted. What if they traded for Saquon Barkley? It's hard to compare it to the Chiefs because the Chiefs what are just a different animal, What if they traded for Saquon though? Barkley? What if they traded? What if they traded their— But get, Saquon's not going nowhere. What if they the trade Giants, their first-round pick, which is going to be like a 29th, 28th pick? They're too good at—are you talking about the Bills? Yeah. I, I don't think Giants do going through I, a regime change. I think you're the only. I I think you think you're I have the one sitting there. Yes, I okay. think you're the one sitting there thinking about. It. I think the Bills are like fuck. We are good, and every year we're so good. Let's finish like, the. You're right. Let's finish the game. So to get it into field goal range with three down, they hit Tyree Kill, and then they hit Kelsey on an ad libbed route where apparently Pat Mahomes was yelling, "Do it!" He was, which he is was. incredible. So then Harrison Bucker, after missing a couple kicks earlier in the game, clonking one and missing one, nails it to go into overtime. And let's be honest, we all wanted overtime. So then the only mistake Josh Allen made, not only in this game, but in the entire playoffs this year for his run, was choosing tails on that coin flip, which then goes to the Chiefs first and... The game go- The game is over with a walk-off touchdown to Travis Kelsey on a game that I saw coming. After you motion him into the slot, I go, this is going to him the whole way. And it was. It was a back shoulder. It was a perfect placement, perfect play. It, it, perfect perfect from the Chiefs, vintage Pat and Kelsey. The, the only problem I have with this is it is actually criminal that Josh Allen, after playing perfectly, did not get to touch that ball and try for it. And you have to, and based off that alone, you have to, and the public consensus is that you need to reform playoffs for the NFL. You need to change it. 
I don't even I care, got, Luke. I, I don't give a I, fuck what you say. It's not I correct. Agree with you. There should never. What do you be... mean? This is the game. This is the game you like. And so, if what do you, you want mean? to win, I like if you football. want to win, dude, Luke, I'm just the game should not. But those come are the down rules. We can't just change the rules yes, every year. Every year we can't just change the rules because we're like, well, the rules that were, time okay. it didn't seem fair for them. When so, there is like, another you know. level of football being played that has a vastly superior overtime rule slate already, it is quite obvious that you not only could but should change the overtime rule there are other sports that have better overtime rules there should never be a game like that game on sunday night where both offenses don't get to touch the ball where one team can hit a walk-off that's like having a shootout except if the first one makes it the other team doesn't get a shot at the shootout you don't have the full period to work with if one team gets a touchdown it's over if the field goal or if the kickoff is returned, it's over. In college, both offenses get a shot at it. And I get what you're saying. You're like, that's football. You like football. Why aren't you okay with it? It's so high stakes. This is what it's you don't always have to been. You to be okay with it. I'm telling you, you it's, okay it's not it. good. It's just not a good setup. It isn't. <laughs> I have a hard Every time with that. Every other sport has found a out a way to that. do it. But NFL football is ridiculous. Why? I'm sorry. Why? And I what wish is I could, good about I'm, it? I'm, just I'm for searching because listen, just listen for two seconds. Just listen for two seconds. All right, I'm done talking. So, so, and I can't find the fucking tweet. It was from a fucking player I respect, and I can't find it. Have it. Okay, so I wasn't Keenan Allen. To be a prick, by the way. Oh, I know. It's just heated. Uh, Keenan Allen. Chargers. FYI, I'm sorry for the Chargers. Yes. Okay. FYI, these OT games are not decided by a coin toss. Defense defense wins championships. Don't ever forget it. And I agree. Like, it's like, look, right. man. So it was the defense it, that gave it up. Uh, uh, sure. So it's like, so it's like, if you want to win, I don't think that, like, I think it is the most, I think it's the lamest fucking, like, just, oh my God, like, I'm a victim, like, thing to be like, we need to change these rules because this team didn't win because of it. I, it blows my mind. And and I understand, like, sometimes maybe, but it's like, dude, be, like, yes, it, it, it it's sad. It's, it's sad that Josh Allen didn't get a chance, but also to completely, like, change what the playoffs have been because of Josh Allen not getting this chance this time is, like, also crazy to me. Like, I, I'm sorry. Me... And I'm sorry that this is the rules. And if the, if the coin flipped the other way, Josh Allen would be in the AFC Championship. He would. Don't get it twisted. Maybe, would, but don't. we don't know that too. No, he but we don't know that too. He would. It's that same shit of like. So it, it's let like me that ask same you shit this. A couple weeks ago. Let me just. I'll put it as succinctly as I can. Do you think that the current situation with overtime is fair? Um. Do you think it's a fair system? Statistic, and I've already said, and I could find the statistics for it, but statistically speaking, I want to say it's over 80%, if I'm not I mistaken. I, I don't, I don't coin, know, I don't know that, like, it's fair in, like, the, the normal definition of the word, but it's fair in that we all have known that's the rule for 60 years. So like I don't want to get too far into this. Don't be in that position. Like you know what I mean? Like it's it's a bummer you couldn't beat the Chiefs. The Chiefs are really good, but like we're not gonna reform the game because you couldn't beat the Chiefs. That's so there's ways I want to go with this. And firstly, 
I don't know how I don't I don't want to get into the weeds on this because I feel like we're already rubbing each other a bit. Uh, no, I, I'm just heated about it because I just I hate how everybody I just hate it. I hate rule, it. I feel like it's. I think if a rule, so I get where you're coming from. Historicity wise, this is how it's always been. It is very high stakes. the The coin toss does not literally determine the win. Say it is. So, for instance, if Josh Allen got a heads, that does not mean he automatically wins. I get that. Um, or stop Mahomes when you when when you're on defense. The defense has to do all these things. Please, all I'm saying stop is, Mahomes. go to a Super Bowl. You tend to cling on to the way things are with the NFL. When, in my opinion, and in what I think to be the majority of football fans' opinion, there is a vastly superior method of playing overtime already already happening. And are you talking about regular season? No, I'm talking about college overtime. Is vast because in regular superior. season, regular season NFL, I don't believe is sudden death anymore. Yes, it is. So the way it goes is in NFL overtime, and it used to just be the first score one, but now okay, that's what I was getting. That's, that's what, what it I was used to be. By. Now it's okay, the first is. score that, I was like, wins only so if it's, it's not, a safety or a touchdown. Not technical sudden death. Not technical. If the first team gets a field, and they already hedged it, Luke. So they already did change the rule. They're like, I know. Well, that's not quite. Fair, fair being the, the name field goal is crazy. So they're it like, used to just be the now field goal. we're gonna make it a pseudo sudden death where if you get a field mm-hmm. goal, the other team gets a chance. Fucking ignorant. Make it like college where if you get the field goal, the other team can have a chance to get the field goal. If you get the touchdown, sure. the other team has a chance. Don't make it so that it is the fir- the team that gets the heads is so likely to win. Make it the first team. Not the first team that succeeds wins the games. The first team that makes the mistake loses the game is what it should be. Mm -hmm. So if Josh Allen and Pat Mahomes are routinely not making the mistake to lose the game and they are escalating their play in what ended up a historical ending to a game where an unprecedented amount of points are scored within the last two minutes, it should not be that the first person to continue making the right choice wins. In my opinion, it should be the first of the two to make the mistake. A turnover, uh, not converting a fourth down, not getting the touchdown in overtime when it's going back and forth. There's something so mystical about it being left to chance. I don't know. I I don't know. I like, I like, I, I just think that it's, I don't know. It's good TV. And maybe that's the point. I wish we had a big enough fan base that we could have a poll for this. Uh, well, everybody would agree with you. I, I, just, I actually don't think I'm on. I don't think I'm on the right side of everybody here. But I just feel like this is just how I feel. And I and I and, and it's I, fair. And I just don't. I just I, I I hate when I don't like the knee jerk reaction to go blame something or change something. Like I, I the knee jerk reaction to like there's human error. There's human error in referees. And like yes, I understand it. But also like Jesus Christ, this is the game. Like I. I and and we're gonna tweak and change and tweak and change. I'm not trying to sound like an old head. I know I do, and I don't think it's all necessarily for for bad or anything or for the worse. It's just I don't know if that's the answer, and I think it's a I think it's something that needs to actually be like sat and thought about. Um, but I would be disappointed if I were a Bills fan for sure. Um, I wonder if it also has money to do with it because. Yeah, we can do 18 overtimes where people we put you at the 30 yard line like in college, you know what I mean, but you know, those aren't 100 million dollar men like playing. Those are students. Well, that is the argument against it currently from what people are saying is it's in the best interest of player safety not to do it that way cuz it would elongate or extend the game. My issue with that is you don't really give a fuck because you're adding regular season games and soon there'll be another regular season game. 
and that's just yeah, which will happen. Which I also so you're don't under. Know how I feel about that? You're undermining but, you know, your fucking point. Not you. Like, I know people that are no, arguing. No, but I. But I, I wonder. I have to imagine that's part of. And it I too. will say, I Luke, know, they already did change overtime to make it more akin to sudden death. Anyway, they no, just need to. Right, they just right. need to change it, in my opinion. And, and then, I was definitely wrong when I said sixty years too, because I forgot they did the tweak. But I just, I don't know. I think that's just what I have to get down to. It. I don't. I don't. I want to recognize this game. It's and college is even more different now than the NFL. But yes, things are changing very quickly. And how I, long until it's one foot in in NFL? You know what I mean? I'm just I'm not trying to be too crazy, <laughs> but it's just like oh my uh, like god when they go, um, when they almost called boomer. when they called the, they called that ball on the ground interception, Aiden. Like I'm just like I like, called just, it like, an what? interception. At first. I'm like, what are the rules? What are the rules here? Are we just fucking whatever we want? Like all right, but. I want to say an incredible game for both QBs and both teams. Um, I cannot say enough how impressed I am with Josh Allen this year in this playoff. He he played a perfect playoff. He elevated oh, his yeah. team more than Pat Mahomes did. That's just no a mistakes. fact. A no fact. mistakes. He played so well to the point where no one was fucking with that man. He ran it up the middle at one point and trucked two dudes at the same time and injured one of them. It, I mean, and he has like Justin for a guy Fields does has, that. The ball squirts out, and he's holding his ribs. All those yards uh, through the air and all those touchdowns, and he also had like 800 rushing this year. Like it's so fucking crazy. That's just a big dude. The thing that stands out to me almost more than every single play he made, and the biggest play he made was that first down where he evaded a diving defensive end. Um, was when he said it's okay on the sideline after Pat scored yeah. that touchdown. That is what says everything I he's need to know about that dude. Yeah, he's, he's like Joe. He's he'll built. Be back. He is yeah, built agreed. for the and moment. He'll be back. And that, it's awesome. that loss and, is going to fuel him in the offseason. We're going to be watching these duels, man. It's going to be like let's talk about yeah. Pack so in two years in a row. Really quick, um, we're not going to have time to hit on the Bears and the Vikings and the NFL at largest GMs and head coaches. So before I preview this Sunday's championship games, I will mention quickly that the Vikings did hire a GM as well as the Bears. You guys got Kwesi Adolfo Mensa, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. And yeah. the Bears got Ryan Poles, another Ryan P who is only one year older than Ryan Pace when he was hired. They also hired Matt Eberflus. So I think we'll have plenty of content to talk about that going into the future, especially when we learn it's, more about the candidates and all that, but bat shit that you hired and fired matt's and ryan's or uh, really really like, weird matt and matt like, for a matt and a ryan for ryan and ryan, a ryan, p p ryan p for ryan p like dude what the fuck that's just so weird that's like our that's like yeah our team's fucking stupid marrying a, that's like marrying like your second husband with your first husband's name or like something that's like so marrying a taylor when your last name is taylor it's just like that. Everyone says how cute it is, but I think it's fucking stupid. <laughs> I thought you were <laughs> you're, you're sneezing. God bless. I thought you were laughing for a second. Um, oh. All right, let's talk about. We'll talk. We need off season content, so we're gonna dive all into the GM and head coach later. But, but we didn't even talk about the fact that like Big Ben retired this week. I mentioned it, but also Sean Payton left so the much. fucking Saints. And like, for a second, and people were speculating the Cowboys. Yeah, people were also speculating that he may go to the Bears. But I, I think I read somewhere that they called him and he was like, "No, we, I don't like your organization." But I could be wrong. Let's talk about the the conference championship games very quickly. 
The first of two at 2 p.m. And again, 2 p.m. and 5.30. Really weird time slots for these. I like a good night yeah, game. I know. Give me a I night know. cap. We got Bengals versus Chiefs. Already kind of hinted at it. I think any game Joe Burrow is in with Jamar Chase and these guys on the outside, he has a puncher's chance. And you know this from fighting at round three. Sometimes you can get a knockdown off one well-timed haymaker without even setting him up into the wob- wobbly zone. So there's no, a chance. Without a doubt. But I... I'm, I'm happy you said puncher's chance because I, I was actually like, that's exactly how you describe Joe and these Bengals. It's a puncher's chance. There is a shot at winning, but this is a team that is vastly outmatched. They just do not have the same talent that the Chiefs have, and the Chiefs are clicking on every fucking cylinder possible known to man. So I do think the Chiefs at home in Arrowhead come out on top, though I am going to be rooting with such fucking gusto for these Bengals. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's got to be the it's got to be the Chiefs. Uh, unfortunately, I could see the Bengals winning, but officially I'm predicting the Bengals win. Okay, officially it's Chiefs for me. Um, By a field goal from McPherson. Un- unfortunately, I don't want that. But um, if if the Bills can't do it after that game, these Bengals definitely can't do it. Because, yeah, Joe got put down nine times, but without that weird interception and without some, some key things it in both of the last two games, wasn't the Bengals even, aren't there. So, Dude, if, if um, it wasn't for that pick, that game against the Titans might not have even been close, though. Uh, sure. They were kicking their ass. I, and, I could see I just these Chiefs man have too many weapons and and that plus no protection for Joe. I just think this is where it comes and that's okay. Like you made an AFC championship berth. That's huge. Like huge. And and already done unprecedented like like they could already build a statue of Joe in Cincinnati. Like they're the pretty close already. They yeah. already renamed his high school stuff stadium that, Joe Burrow Stadium. I don't know if you know that. Like like Mar like Mar Marvin Lewis coached this team for a decade and and had multiple playoff appearances with Carson Palmer and could not garner a single playoff win. Joe Burrow has come in and in his second season taken them to the AFC Championship. That alone is the stuff of legends. Uh, that alone is the storylines that make the NFL what it is. So it's beautiful. That's what makes football so cool. So I'm. Um, I love all that. I just think that this is where it stops, and it's a beautiful, beautiful overachieving like second season for these Bengals, and it's only going to go up from here. Um, they got to stay competitive, and they already have weapons. No team. I've never seen a team that could build outside in. I don't understand. How I've you never can just, seen that either. How can I'm you, trying to think how about can you that do now. that? How can you do that? Like with no protection, you can build like uh, like well, if we have all the weapons from it, the ground like, up. It's though, like, like there's some teams that already had good wideouts and stuff, and their offensive line was shaky. But like they had no good players really, and then mm-hmm. they did build from the outside in. It's 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 lovely, man. It's lovely, but yeah, it's it's maybe next year. I think it's the Chiefs. Officially, I predict the Bengals will win this game. And I love scratch it. that. It's not going to be a McPherson walk-off field goal this time. It's going to be Joe down four in red zone, mm. a fourth down with three seconds left. And he's going to motion Tyler Boyd into the slot to indicate man coverage. And Tyler Boyd's going to go vertical. He's going to shimmy a post and then hit inside. Or he's going to shimmy an out and hit a post on the inside, middle of the field. Joe steps up in the pocket, 
back pylon or back or back of the end zone toe tapper over the shoulder. I, I mean, hey man, if that happens, holy fuck. <clears throat> if that happens, listen. If Joe, if Joe goes to the Super Bowl, he's winning it. Yeah. So, like, so, yeah. like, I, I, and I'll and it's I'll switch I'll switch gears. I'll switch gears real quick. He'd be the best but, player of all time, some people would say, already. But he's not he's gonna, gonna be by, the best player. They're gonna lose by 14. Like, I I, I don't I don't see a world. Likely where... so. And I wanna say this Joe Burrow has the skill set, and Joe Burrow is not Tom Brady. No one will ever be Tom Brady ever. But Joe Burrow has the skill set to have a long career if they don't bust his knee every year. Because he Josh Allen, I don't foresee a long career. If he continues to run it the way he does, that's why I He's worry. Too physical. He's too physical. Well, look at Ben. Look at Ben. Ben, I mean, ben but... has never run an offense like that in his entire career. No, that's a great point. That's a. Point. I've never even seen a QB power run offense in the NFL. It's high school. Ever. Like, it's, it's a very high, high school. school. It's a high school offense. Yeah. Yeah. Just with intricacies. Uh, but all I'm saying is Joe could be here every fucking year if they get that shit right around him. He could be here every year. God love year. Buffalo. God, People are saying that like – I feel so if, bad if, for them, dude. They were like if like Josh's toes get cold, why wouldn't Buffalo just build a fucking dome? He's going to be their quarterback for like 10 years. Like do because it and win a Super Bowl. I think the weather is better for the Buffalo team with the skill set that Josh Allen has. Because everyone's going to slow down around him, and he's just going to keep getting stronger. I know. But you saw him say that, like, his toes go numb, right? That's, like, what people like, – They need to give him some vikes. About. Or not vikes. Know, uh, they need to give him some – what's the word? The bombers. What are the, what's the ED pills called nowadays? Fuck. Uh, I can't remember what the name is called. Viagra? Yeah, Viagra. I kept thinking Vicodin. I knew it was a V. Blue Chew? All right, 49ers, I Rams. I on podcasts a lot. Blue yeah. Chew. 49ers. Yeah. 49ers Rams, uh, the best podcast to advertise erectile dysfunction while talking about Josh Allen coming up short in the playoffs. Uh, 49ers Rams, it's a rematch of a divisional team where the 49ers won in overtime at the end of the season. This is a spunky 49ers team that ran an excellent game plan against the Rams last time, but this is also a Rams team that's putting up points that is actually getting very good pass rush out of Von Miller now, getting production out of Odell Beckham, and has Cooper Cup scoring. I think he almost had 200 yards in the last game. He had eight catches, Odell 191. They're going out of their way to make sure that, like, like Stafford goes out of his way to make sure uh, Odell gets a catch here and there. Like, he's like, we're, we like you too. Like, you know what I mean? He's like, you're, we're, you're our friend. Don't freak out. Like, I like. But also... I like this Rams team right now, and I like how enthusiastically Matt Stafford gets the game-winning drive put together, and he's waving the whole team to get on the ball to spike it, and I love, after he spikes it, how fucking enthusiastically he always fist pumps and shit. Every time, it's always the same. He's always so fucking psyched. It makes me happy. He got up and and clocked it properly, too. Correct. Uh, Correct. Dak. Correct. And it wasn't, like, the same amount of time. Anywho, um, here's what's going to happen in this game. The Rams are going to win it, and it's going to be a back-to-back home team Super Bowl is what it's going to be. Yeah, I mean, uh, I would very into it. I've been to SoFi this year. It's gorgeous. Um, It'd be very cool for L.A., that's money. Like that's the, like I mean, think of all the celebs that'll be there. It's down. It's just a stone's throw. It's next to the airport. Think like, about it this way too. 
no matter what, a California team will be in the Super Bowl in a California stadium. So that's going to bring in huge yeah. revenue from like local fans. Oh yeah, I mean and the Niners, uh, the Niners fans travel like crazy. So, all right, we will have so without a doubt there will be California represented in the bowl. Um, can't wait. Looking forward to it. It's going to be a great weekend of AFC and NFC championship. Championship weekend is just as satisfying. Um, not just as satisfying, but pretty close to as satisfying as a Super Bowl. It is. Championships, man. They mean something. You win that Hallis Trophy as an NFC boy, it feels great. You get bling. You get hardware for winning that game. Yeah. It's a legitimate like victory. And we had maybe the best football weekend we've ever had in our entire lives last weekend. All we can may not see for, it again. May never ever see that again. But a, we just lived it. I will be hopeful in a year that has been replete with game-winning field goals and um, end-of-the-wire finishes. If we see two more, I will just be a happy, fat little piggy over here, just consuming oh. content by the trough load. That's what I am. I was I was a pig in shit last weekend, so imagine <laughs> the diarrhea I'll be bathing Speaking in of, this weekend. Speaking of, <laughs> I hope all of you football fans out there were running around your living room screaming whether or not your team was in the playoffs last weekend or not. I was four I was, games straight. I was running around straight. and screaming, especially in that Bills game. And D, my football. girlfriend was like, what your team's not playing i'm like i don't care this is the best i think yeah. i've ever seen in my life so it was my we had my pal chelsea over and she's from kansas city kansas she's a chiefs fan and so i was like hey come over for the for the game just for fuck of it and she was locked in and we were all losing our mind it was awesome i can't wait for these games sunday is the day we're gonna see the Bengals upset the chiefs the, it's gonna be Bengals um, hey, rams man, in the super bowl first. And for NFL Mail, I've been Aiden. I'm Luke. Bye-bye. NFL Mail.